Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. There's a high fly ball from KMOX Sports. That's it deep to left field, and it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. There's a moment for you. Driving jam time. The Billikens win this one. Comeback pattern caught. Touchdown, Kansas City. Now, sports on a Sunday morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Tell you what, I'm about done with 2022 and champions. I mean, come on. The L.A. Rams, the Kansas Jayhawks, the Colorado Avalanche, ugh. and now the Houston Astros drew. I mean, who else is there? Golden State. No, I, I don't have a dog in the fight. So I'm, well, I'm a Nick fan. That's bad enough. Um, I don't really have any against Golden State. I just don't love them necessarily. Um, who's next? The Blackhawks? <laughs> no, that's not happening. Cubs? No. But it's been one of those years, and uh, if you're a St. Louis and you know exactly what I'm talking about, the the champions have not been appealing, let's say. But the Houston Astros have gotten the job done, plus college football playoff rankings. That's coming up in a matter of days. I have some thoughts on that. Let's start with the World Series. We have a great show in store for you, by the way. Tom Ackerman with you. We have a lot going on. College sports all over the place. Yes, we will talk about college football. We will get into college soccer. We have college basketball starting tomorrow for St. Louis University. Travis Ford joins us at 1030. Rebecca Tillett, the head coach of the women's team at 1045. Dan O'Neill to talk about the uh, St. Louis Blues. What in the heck? They are just a mess right now. We'll talk about them with him. And at 1130, all of that and more with Benjamin Hockman. I would refer you to his Kyrie Irving column and then we will get started with Benjamin Hockman, but make sure you give that a read before we get going. The World Series has come and gone, and it goes to Dusty Baker and the Houston Astros. They were the better team. In fact, they were the best team in baseball all year, and a lot of times in sports, it usually sorts out, usually, not always, that the best team does walk away with victory. And this team certainly was the best team. The Houston Astros got it done last night. Jordan Alvarez hit a three-run bomb, and I mean a bomb. It was Pujols off Lidge-like to center field uh, over the 40-foot batter's eye out there. And the Astros get the win by a final of 4-1 to on a three-run bomb by Alvarez in the sixth inning. A towering shot. 
After that, an insurance run, and then the bullpen took care of the rest. 4-1 to one was the final. The win over the Philadelphia Phillies in Game 6. Dusty Baker, 73 years old, first title in 25 seasons as a manager. He has spent the last three in Houston. He came along to try to clean up the image of the Astros after their cheating scandal, banging on trash cans to warn hitters of what was coming. This has a sign-stealing scandal. It's always going to stay with them, but their 2017 title is tarnished. Now they have one that appears to be clean. Their rookie shortstop, Jeremy Pena, was the World Series MVP. 25-year-old star, MVP of the ALCS as well. He hit 400 in the World Series, so he had no part of that cheating scandal either. Alvarez, as I mentioned, hit the bomb. He didn't have any part of it either. In fact, only five players still remain from the 2017 team, but just the sight of the Astros logo turns people off. I get it, but for Dusty Baker, I can tell you from experience, uh, he is one of the good guys in our game. And anybody who is involved in our game would tell you that in baseball, it doesn't get much better than Dusty Baker. Now, I remember him shouting profanities at the Cardinals dugout in 2003. You won't forget that. He and La Russa barking at each other. Uh, He said, I'll blank you up. I'll blank you up uh, towards the Cardinals uh, skipper. (laughs) And back and forth they went with the. with throwing inside and hitting pitchers and getting, you know, retribution and all that stuff. That's in the past. That is part of a heated rivalry. He is a good person, Dusty Baker. And he came into a somewhat difficult situation. Let's not play around the fact that they have a great roster and good young players coming in. So it's not like he didn't have any talent to work with. But Dusty did a very nice job here. He wins the World Series, and I personally am happy for him. And I think a lot of people in baseball are, and rightfully so. Dusty had a world championship when he was a member of the Dodgers in 1981, but he had to wait until now to get that title as he is a world champion this time as a manager for the first time. Dusty Baker and the Houston Astros have won the World Series and, again, the best team. Now, the Phillies... They get that victory and I think walk away feeling like the National League pennant is a great thing for them, but they wanted one thing and one thing only, that's to win a World Series. And and that's why it's going to be painful for the Phillies and it would have been painful for the Cardinals to lose in this fashion, this close to a world championship with Yachty and Pujols and Wayno and all of that. Uh, I said it when they lost to the Phillies in two Uh, It would have hurt had that series been longer than they lost or had they lost in the next round or the next round or the next round. It it is a very difficult sport to win a world championship. But if you look at those two right there, the Astros and Phillies do have high payrolls. Uh, The Padres had a high payroll. Uh, The Guardians actually were the only team really in the postseason that didn't have a high payroll. Cardinals were just a touch above the middle I believe going into the playoffs, they were at 12. Houston was at nine. Uh, The number one team, Mets, number two, Dodgers, they were both bounced. So it's not always about how much money you spend, but it does have a big part of how you get into the postseason tournament. I do think that the Cardinals understand that. I think they have picked up a great deal of revenue from this season, both at the gate and elsewhere, and they will use those resources with Pujols retired, with Yachty retired, 
with some free agents here and there coming off the books, there will be some money spent. John Mozalek said as much that they do have resources. It's just a matter of where that's going to go. Benjamin Hockman is going to join us at 1130 today to talk about that and more. Mo is taking a week off. That is an agreement between us. He comes on all the time. Nice to be able to talk to him. He's given us a lot of information. We will go through that with Benjamin at ten or at eleven thirty. Coming up next, college football playoff. I'll tell you what and where, and we'll also discuss Mizzou and Illinois. Yikes! That's next on KMOX. It's a gutter. Big fly. Nolan Arenado. Driving jam time. The Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City. Welcome back. To sports on a Sunday morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. From the Stiefel Sports Studio, Tom Ackerman back with you. By the way, congratulations to Stiefel. They've put their name on the U.S. Alpine team, the uh, ski team. Uh, they have really done a great job supporting not only local sports, and they have their name on the Blues helmet, the Blues jersey, but... Um, they have their name now on the U.S. ski team. I think that's pretty exciting. Back on the show, Tom Ackerman with you. I'll tell you, Drew, if people would listen to me, I will make them a lot of money. Now, I I missed on the Bills by a half point. I told you to take the Bills minus 10.5 in their game on Sunday night. They ended up winning that by 10 over Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. And then the week before that, I missed the Dolphins. I had them... Minus seven and a half, and they won by seven, I do believe. So I missed that by a half point. So I'm sorry about those two, but I did get the others, and I got both college footballs. Uh, if you remember us talking about it yesterday, the two marquee games, Georgia and Tennessee, coming into this game between Georgia and Tennessee, the Bulldogs, the defending national champions at home, were a nine and a half point favorite. And I said, that seems way low. Uh, I felt like that was a little disrespectful, actually, in a lot of And people thought I was nuts, I think, because Tennessee is the number one team in the country, according to the college football playoff rankings. But we're talking about Georgia, the number one team in the nation, the best team in the country. The college football playoff rankings are what they are. They're based on what you've accomplished to this point, what your resume looks like. It's kind of a made-for-TV event to get you arguing and to get you watching. And I understand that. But if you really understand college football, your eye test tells you Georgia's the best team. And I really felt like Georgia would cover that spread. They did. They won 27-13 yesterday over Tennessee. They looked every bit like the number one team in the country. Their defense shut down Hendon Hooker. Their offense, Stetson Bennett, what a player he is, threw two touchdown passes, ran for another. And they won the game by a final of 27-13. So they covered that 9.5. Bennett passed for 257 yards, 17 of 25 passing, 13-yard scoring run. And maybe he should be regarded uh, as a Heisman Trophy favorite. All this talk about Hooker, uh, Bennett's been great. But I, he's all about winning this national championship. You can win two national championships back-to-back as a quarterback. You just win one. Uh, you're good for life down there. You win two. Man, he will be a complete stud. Georgia was up 24-6 to at halftime, and they only needed a field goal in the second half as their defense just dominated 27-13 was the final in that one. And then I told you the nightcap, Alabama and LSU would be a heck of a football game. And Bama came in minus 13, a 13-point favorite at LSU, and I question that too. You can go back and roll the tape if you want, but 
and in Alabama, LSU. I mean, has anyone ever been down to Baton Rouge, Death Valley on a Saturday night? I mean, come on now. I mean, Alabama's great, but 13? So I definitely took LSU plus 13 in that one. Uh, I didn't bet, but I'm just offering my my advice uh, to the betters. Anyway, LSU won the game 32-31, in case you didn't know. Jaden Daniels, think he's terrific, uh, especially under the tutelage of Brian Kelly. 25-yard touchdown in overtime, and then Kelly goes for the throat. He goes for two in overtime. What an aggressive, great call. I would have said it had they not made it. I think that it was a, a good move there. You don't want to continue overtime against Bryce Young, Nick Saban, and Alabama. You want to finish them right there, and they did. To Mason Taylor for a two-point conversion, Jaden Daniels and LSU wins it by a final of 32-31 in overtime, so they knock Alabama out of this college football playoff discussion. As good as Bama is, they can't ride on just being Bama. you got to win also, and they did not at Tennessee, and they did not at LSU. Two games on their schedule they had to get. They didn't get them, and you look at the rest of their schedule, they had no picnic this weekend. They're going to play at Ole Miss, and I'd make them an underdog, although they won't They won't be. They'll be the favorite at Ole Miss, but Ole Miss is good, man. Um, Ole Miss, I know, has one loss, and it wasn't a great one. They got hammered, but guess where they got hammered? At LSU. I mean, that's not an easy place to play. So we'll see. Bama probably will be a little bit of a favorite in Oxford. Not by much. Uh, it should be a great game, and they are in jeopardy of losing that one. They'll smash their last two. Austin P and Auburn are bad. Um, so that's just the way it is. But Bama won't have any help there after those two. I mean, after the Ole Miss game, they win that. But it's pretty much done for them. And LSU's in charge now, as we talked about a few weeks ago, Drew. LSU, an unranked team. I said, watch out. They have a chance to get into this playoff discussion and win the SEC West. They win the SEC. They're in. Well, they're going to be right up there in the top four, close to it. I don't think they're going to be a top four team when these rankings come out on Tuesday. Here's what I think is going to happen. I think Georgia will vault back to number one in the college football playoff where they should be. Number two will stay Ohio State. Ohio State won its game, did its job. In tough conditions, the wind was howling up there in Chicago, but they won at Northwestern 21-7. to They were at a tie at half 7-7, and they shut them out the rest of the way. So Ohio State did what it had to do and won 21-7. Number three, I believe, will be Tennessee. I think Tennessee has done a great job this year. They just – no one's going to be Georgia at Georgia. I, I just don't see that. They lose to Georgia by a couple of touchdowns. But they should not fall out of this top four. At the at worst, they should be four. But I think they'll be three. Uh, and then four, I believe, will be Michigan. Uh, Michigan, the fifth-ranked team in the country, and they were struggling there. I mean, they're down 17-14 at the half, and then they just explode. But this is what Michigan does. They have a big, strong, physical football team, and they just run you over in the second half. They've done it all season. They play with you in the first half. They hang with you, and then they wear you down. They are a classic Big Ten team right now, and they just bullied Rutgers. Final score, down 17-14 at the half. Final score? 52-14, Michigan just hammers Rutgers. They should be number four, at best three, but they should be number four in the college football playoff. And then the rest of them, right behind. I mean, you know, you look at LSU, I think LSU should be in the picture. 
probably at five at this point. Uh, they were 10 going in. I could see them elevate to five. Maybe they, they get SEC happy and they put them in at four. It's possible. Then you're looking at, I, I've mentioned them all year too, TCU. Now I know they're they're playing in the Big 12. Not everyone's up on the Big 12, but they are what they are. They're undefeated. And, you know, they won another game. This time they beat Texas Tech 34-24. They needed 21 points in the fourth quarter to do it, but they did it and they are undefeated. So they are ranked seventh in the college football playoff, and they are still unbeaten. Oregon did a nice job again. They went to Colorado, took care of business, beat them 49-10. to Oregon's a very good football team. They've lost one game. It was to Georgia in the first game of the year. Not everybody's going to be ready for Georgia in week one on September 3rd. Since then, they've gone unbeaten. So they're a team definitely to keep an eye on. They are still in the conversation. They were number eight going in. They should move up a touch. Clemson is going to fall all the way out of this thing, and rightfully so. They were crushed by Notre Dame on the road, 35-14. If I were to encourage you to go to one place, if you've never seen a college football game in your life on the road anywhere, I'd go to Notre Dame. That is the spot. And on a Saturday night, they beat Clemson. It was a lot of fun, 35-14. Clemson, I thought, was a flimsy number four in the college football playoff going in. Uh, They beat Syracuse by six. They beat Florida State by six. They beat NC State, but they beat them by ten. They just, you know, they didn't have a lot on there. They beat Wake Forest by six. So they are smashed by Notre Dame, and I think that's pretty much where it should be right now. Clemson should not be in this conversation. I guess they have a chance to work their way back into it, but they're going to go tumbling way out of this playoff scenario. I guess we shouldn't leave out USC. Number nine team in the country beat Cal 41-35, but USC to me is kind of where they should be, out on the outside looking in. Their one loss was at Utah by one, 43-42. Otherwise, I'm not wowed with who they've beaten thus far. Uh, they'll beat Colorado next week. They have to go play at UCLA. Then they're going to get Notre Dame. Uh, we'll see. This is sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX. Tomorrow, St. Louis University opens its basketball season at home. Oh, boy. Taking on Murray State, the head coach of the Billikens. Travis Ford is with us next. From the Stiefel Sports Studio, you're listening to sports on a Sunday morning. Two other scores we should tell you about. Illinois loses to Michigan State. 2315 quick comment on them don't worry about it if you're an Illinois fan they weren't going to be a playoff team anyway they have a foundation that is set and that Brett Bielema has set they're going to be bumps in the road they stumbled they lost they didn't have the offense they didn't have the special teams they still have a good football program they're going to be fine for years to come under Bielema Mizzou is love it or not going to be under Eli Drinkowitz for the foreseeable future. He signed a contract extension through 2027. They also re-signed their, they gave an extension to their defensive coordinator, Blake Baker. That's good. The bad is their offense stinks and they've got to figure out a way to get the offense cooking again at Mizzou, or this is the kind of team you're going to have. You're going to have teams that are just kind of there, but not good enough to win SEC football games. They need to get the offense and get the ball into the hands of their playmakers. Once they do that, they're going to be fine. So there's my thoughts on Mizzou losing to Kentucky 21-17. We can gripe about the call and the roughing the kicker on the punt late in the game all we want, but if Mizzou's offense is better, they probably win the football game against a struggling Kentucky team. Illinois, as I mentioned, they're just 
big and strong and physical, and that's every once in a while they're going to lose to a team. Uh, I, they're not a, a world beater by any stretch, but they're good, and they're going to be good for a long time. It's 10-29. Travis Ford is next. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Jam time! The Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City! Welcome back to Sports on a Sunday Morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Breaking news while we went to break just in. You know, first and foremost, winning a World Series. I mean, that was my goal. As a free agent, I wanted to sign with an organization that had a chance to win a World Series and, and multiple. And, and, you know, we had a couple chances and we won one. And But I think... The thing for me is more relational, you know, the, the, the relationships that you build in, in seven and a half years. Uh, those are the relationships that, you know, that really stand out that I uh, super, super enjoyed. That is the voice of Matt Holliday after his playing career in St. Louis came to an end in 2016. He has since been inducted into the Cardinals Hall of Fame. Matt Holliday, just announced by the Cardinals, is the team's new bench coach. He is going to join Ollie Marmel's staff he is the bench coach for the Cardinals. Turner Ward has been promoted to hitting coach and Dusty Blake to pitching coach. We will have much more on this as we go along on sports on a Sunday morning. We bring in right now the head coach at St. Louis University. Travis Ford is with us on KMOX. Coach, great to be with you. As Matt Holliday is a piece of St. Louis history. I know you respect what the Cardinals have accomplished thus far. Big news this morning. That is, uh, that makes my day. That is very exciting. I had no idea. Um, you know, I've known Matt for a little bit through my Stillwater, Oklahoma days and know his brother, Josh, real well. And Matt uh, and his wife, Leslie, have been really good to my wife and I um, while we've been here, really helped us out when we moved here quite a bit. Uh, 
But it's funny that that just happened because I had no idea. I haven't talked to Matt in a little bit and uh, text back and forth a little bit. But I was just with a group of guys oh four or five days ago, and I was just saying how great it would be if they brought Matt Holiday back as as a coach, and it made sense in every way. We were just talking about, it and I said how great he would be, and uh, so that uh, exciting news that is wonderful. Isn't that great? Yeah, it's very exciting. I know Cardinals fans will love seeing him down there, and he'll be a great. Uh, addition to that group with another Hall of Famer, Willie McGee in there, and uh, the other names that I mentioned with Ollie Marmel. Ollie's uh, a good man. You know, Ollie probably kicking himself for decisions and things that didn't go right in two games against the Phillies. Uh, we've had him on the air talking about it. It's just part of the game. It, I know you know as a leader uh, and as a coach, there are hundreds of decisions you have to make in the course of a game not everything's going to go right at all times, and winning a championship is hard. It's got to all come together, doesn't it? it, it, it winning is hard. Yeah. Uh, it is very difficult. When you have, in any sport you play, when you have two teams, unfortunately, there's got to be a loser. Uh, and fortunately, there's going to be a winner. And you always want to be on the winning side. The fans do, the coaches do, the players do. Everybody does everything in their power to try to, to try to win, try to make all the right decisions, try to get your extra batting in, do get extra shooting in. You do everything in your power, but nothing is guaranteed. There is no guarantee. Just because you want to win doesn't guarantee uh, it's going to happen. The, the team on the other side wants it usually just as bad as you do. And uh, there's so many different variables that go on the outside of winning and losing a lot of times. You look at a Philly team that just got hot at the right time. You know, you, you never know, uh, you know, why a team makes it so far. But I thought the Cardinals had a, a terrific year. We all wanted them to go further. Uh, but as I, you know, I mentioned, you know, somebody's got to, somebody's going to win, somebody's going to lose. And as long as you can look yourself in the mirror and say you did everything you possibly could, um, then I don't know what else you can do. But, uh, but yeah, um, you know, Matt, going back to Matt Holiday, you know, there's just coaching in his blood. I mean, he's going to be an, a, an incredible coach. He'll move up probably very quickly and be a major league manager very, very quickly. From his dad was a great coach. His brother's a great coach. It's just in his blood. And obviously a, a Hall of Fame ba- uh, baseball player and will we'll, we'll become a, a great, great coach. Holiday has been coaching at Oklahoma State, where you coached as well. This will be his first coaching stint at the Major League level, 15-year playing career, seven All-Star selections, and a world championship with the Cardinals in 2011. Your new bench coach is Matt Holiday. Wow, big news coming in. Appreciate that reaction, Coach Ford. Travis Ford at St. Louis University. you got a ball game tomorrow. Uh, how are you guys uh, doing, and are you ready to roll? Oh, yeah, that's right. We do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's here. It's here, Tom. It is here. Uh, how fast it always comes this time of year. You look back in, oh, in June or so, when you, your team gets back from summer break a little bit and they come back to summer school and you start your workouts, that first game looks so far away. Uh, but time flies, and here it is. And uh, we're excited to get it going. Uh you know, as you've probably seen across social media and all that, tomorrow night's game, a lot of people say it's one of the top five games on opening night, us against Murray State. Um, we need a big, big crowd here. From what I hear, tickets are going great. So 
don't miss out. Don't be don't be the person that misses out on an exciting game. Get your tickets. There's still a few some left. So call and get them. There's some good tickets left. But we want to pack Shapitz Arena tomorrow night. We're going to need all the help we can get. Um, but we're anxious to get going. We're anxious to get going. And uh, it, it is here. And uh, it, we throw it up tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Yeah, I have practice with my girls until 7.30. So maybe I can get down there for the second half. I, or maybe I'll take them with me. I don't know. But uh, I, I can't wait to see your team. And, you know, I think everyone's going to be watching Yuri for sure, one of the best point guards, if not the best in the country. But I think everyone's curious about Javante. How's he look? How's he feel? Is Javante Perkins ready to go? Well, it's, it, it, you know, it's going to be really uh, how he does today in practice. He's gotten better. And, uh, you know, it sounds like strange. Well, we're this far along. Uh, is he ready to go? Literally going to decide how he feels in practice today, how he feels tomorrow and shoot around, uh, whether he's going to go or not. Um, you know, he's gotten better, like I said. He's still not 100%. He's still not where, you know, uh, where he's going to be hopefully in a month or so. Uh, but uh, if the you know we'll see how he feels, how he looks, see what the trainers and doctors say, and uh, if he looks good, then he'll play. If not, then he might need a little bit more time. And you talked about your offense. It's not just Javante. Not that you always had to lean on Javante, but he was such a great scorer for you. You always had other people, Jordan Goodwin, et cetera. But my gosh, I think if you're talking about drawing fans, a three-point barrage is fun. And if you're able to launch threes and knock them down, uh, that is an exciting thing to watch. It can change a game. The three-point shot has been this way since it came out in the mid-'80s. If you can knock down threes, you can turn a game around quickly, can't you? You can. Uh, And, you know, uh, the easy part's launching them. Like you said, we got to make them. And uh, uh, I I think we do have a group of guys that can make them. Uh, We've got a point guard that's going to put them in the right spot at the right time and get them the ball where they can make shots. Uh, but we do have lineups and players that can make threes. And uh, if our scrimmage games, exhibition games are any indication, then, yeah, we'll probably shoot a lot of them. Um, but, uh, you know, we're also playing a team tomorrow night that really, really emphasizes the three that is really from, from almost five spots on the court from all five players can really shoot it. Um, so we've got to be ready to not only shoot the three and hopefully make the three, but also defend the three uh, is going to be very important. Yeah, you led right into my next question is defense and defending the three, getting them pushed beyond that three-point line and making it tough on them to catch the ball and all those things. Is that the best? What makes great perimeter defense in your mind? Well, it's got to be done as a team. Uh, team defense, all five guys got to be connected, rotating together, uh, helping each other, locked in together. Uh, but it starts on the ball. You've got to have great ball pressure without getting beat, without fouling, but great pressure on the ball without getting beat or fouling. And, and then you've got to make sure your rotations are right. Uh, you know, especially at our level, eventually somebody's going to get beat off the dribble. As much as you don't want to, we work on one-on-one defense every day, keeping our guy in front of us. But eventually somebody's going to get beat. Uh, I think there's a stat, probably eight out of 10 possessions, you are rotating. <laughs> you're something's happening where you got to rotate your defense to help somebody to keep them out of the paint. So great rotating defenses that understand rotations and understand how to scramble 
uh, I, I think, make great defensive teams. And then rebounding the basketball, I know, is something that you want to see this team excel in. It has been a hallmark of SLU basketball. Uh, what is the key there? And, and do you feel good about the addition of some big guys like Forrester? We do. We do. We let, you know, our big guys inside, as we tell them, Francis Okoro, uh, Jake Forrester, Momo Cisse, that, you know, rebounding is on their resume. That's a guarantee. They, you know, on any big guy, that's, that is going to be, it better be on your resume or you're not a true big. But where you become a great rebounding team is where everybody else rebounds. You got to get everybody else involved. You got to get Javon Pickett getting eight to nine rebounds a game. You're going to get Fred Thatch to get his seven or eight a game. Uh, you get, you know, some of these other guys are going to have to contribute. You just can't tell you. It's just not on your big guys, on your centers, on your five men. What make great rebounding teams is everybody getting involved. That's well said. Uh, it is a team game, no doubt, and I look forward to seeing this team. A, a final thought, if you would, because she is coming up next, and that's the head coach of the women's team, Rebecca Tillett. Boy, she's loaded up her schedule, hasn't she? But that is something to be said about what she's made of. And and with all respect to uh, the previous coach, Lisa Stone, who I absolutely adored, um, I'm looking forward to this next chapter of SLU women's basketball, Coach. Yeah, Coach Tillett's, uh, you know, put together a very, very difficult schedule. Uh, you know, she's taken over a fairly tough situation as far as, you know, a lot of players transferred out. Uh, like you said, we all respect Lisa Stone a great amount, did an incredible job of really restoring this pro- women's basketball program uh, to excellence. Uh, Coach Tillett's uh, going to take it from there and build on that. This year might be a little tough at times just because of, all the transfers and first years are always difficult. Um, but I tell you, I, I work side by side every day. I see our team practicing. They have tons of energy. They work hard every single day. Uh, they're going to need the support of all Billiken fans to get this thing going. Um, but uh, it, it's going to take some time. But they do have a very difficult schedule. I really look forward. I, I love talking to her, and we're going to talk to her next. And then my first game will be November 18th. Calling, we're going to carry eight games on KMOX this year on the women's side. I'm going to miss the first one because I have to go back to my alma mater, Indiana, for some meetings. But other than that, uh, I'll be ready to roll. A guy named Bob Ramsey is going to fill in on uh, November 11th. He's pretty good. Uh, he has the call. Yeah. <laughs> He's pretty good. Uh, he has the call tomorrow night for the Billikens and the Racers. SLU and Murray State. Can't wait to hear Rammer and Earl and Billiken basketball on KMOX tomorrow night, Coach. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what better? What else you got to do on a Monday night? Come, uh, Let's go. Come watch us play 7 o'clock. If you can't, listen uh, listen to, on KMOX. And let it, you know, we need to plaque this place out, and we need all the energy we can get. Uh, we need all the help, but uh, pack Shapers Arena out, and uh, I think you'll see two exciting teams going at it tomorrow night. College basketball is here. Best of luck, Coach. Thanks for the visit. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Travis Ford, the head coach of the Billikens, with us on KMOX. Rebecca Tillett, the women's coach at SLU, is next on Sports on a Sunday Morning. Ends on Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Driving jam time. The Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Cam! Welcome back to Sports on a Sunday Morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. 
It's sports on a Sunday morning from the Stiefel Sports Studio. Joining us, the SLU women's basketball coach. Great to have her first season. Looking forward to carrying her games as well. It is Rebecca Tillett. Coach, thank you for being with us on KMOX having me tom really looking forward to the conversation i am excited to talk to you so we're sitting here at 10 52 on a sunday morning and in less than 12 hours you're gonna be playing a basketball game how about that 10 o'clock central tip at indiana state are you ready we are ready and i think you know it's it's neat to be in these first games because you know everybody's eager for the season to start men's and women's fans donors supporters alums everybody so to be one of the first teams to tip that's a special thing. I bet it is. Uh, you have uh, a resume that includes a, a lot of time at Longwood. And while you were at Longwood, uh, you had a lot of players with you. You had a lot of success. And you've had four of them follow you from Longwood. Can you tell us about them? Yeah, you know, really excited to have those guys. And, and you just think about when you're trying to build culture, you know, an, another time around, right? The fact that we do have those four women with us and then quite a bit of staff, it does help speed up some of the culture aspects in, in building a team because you've got other people around that are looking for the same things you're looking for. So really excited about Kyla McMakin and what she can do this season in terms of her ability to score. Um, obviously, we'll see some different size and pace in athletic and uh, defenders, so she'll continue to grow into that space. Kennedy Calhoun, nationally ranked in steals last year, um, really had a stellar freshman season playing against some high-level competition. So looking for her to make an impact right away. Uh, Bree Johns, who also um, started on that NCAA tournament team at Longwood, really solid young woman in terms of makes the right play consistently. And then Belle, uh, my daughter, who's been injured, you know, quite a bit. Um, but it's fun. It's it's a really neat experience to have your daughter on the team and be around, you know? Yeah, absolutely. No doubt. I, I know the, I know the feeling at the sixth grade level. I can tell you that our girls started practicing <laughs> on Friday. It was pretty fun. Uh, we got it. We got to practice Monday. We don't play till January, but we're going to, we're going to practice until then. This is Rebecca Tillett, the head coach at St. Louis university. When I think of your team, uh, I think of Brooke flowers. Uh, she is one of the greatest Billikens of all time, all time leader in block shots, second in rebounds. She is really something. And what does she mean to you? Goodness, yes, her ability to impact a game. And then even beyond that, just her character as a young woman, her leadership, her embracing everything that we're trying to do um, is really, really special to be around. And she delivered such a strong message to the team. Once we had, you know, almost all the new pieces of the puzzle together, um, I think we were still waiting on Camry at that time. But she just said to the team, like, this is my last go around at the college level, you know, before a professional career. And I just can't wait to do it with you. And, you know, we're pursuing excellence in a new environment together. Just a powerful message from a senior. You also have, uh, and Travis Ford and I were just marveling about this uh, in the previous segment when he joined me, you have a tough schedule. Uh, and uh, you did mm -hmm. this, I think, for a reason. But I'll give the stats mm -hmm. here. 17 and possibly 18 matchups with postseason teams from last year. That's a ton, including yeah. Baylor. We all know about their resume. Uh, what was behind that? <laughs> yeah, I think you have to see where you're trying to go. I mean, it's the bottom line. And I think different coaches manage it in different ways. Right? For us, we're such a teach, um, you know, we have such teacher mentality in how we approach everything. So 
you know, while a loss is painful and, and believe me, it doesn't hurt us any less, right? If you have a teacher mindset, but you have a, a path, you have a plan. Um, if you see what the top looks like, and I think it's really clear what we all intend to do in our time here. So let's take a look at what that looks like and have a positive mindset throughout the non-conference season. And then you hope that prepares you well for the A-10 play. Final thing, and we are a little over an hour away from her game. That's Katie Shields and the SLU women's soccer team taking on Dayton for the A-10 tournament title at Herman Stadium on the campus of St. Louis University. What has your early relationship been like with Katie Shields? Yeah, great question. We were actually just texting a little bit ago. Um, you know, obviously the sustained excellence uh, that her program has exhibited is a model for people across the nation. And, you know, one of the things we were just chatting about is, you know, what it takes to pursue excellence at that level and to find the joy in the moments, right, and, and have fun chasing it with that group. Um, so, so pumped for what they, you know, have ahead of them today. And a good reminder for everybody that it's not easy. What they're doing, they make it look easy, but it's not easy. And it takes a lot of culture building and work to get it there. That is absolutely true. Cannot wait to see you and your team. Good luck tomorrow at Indiana State, and we'll catch up real soon. Thank you so much, Tom, especially for your support of women's sports. Absolutely. Can't wait to call your games. There's Rebecca Tillett, head coach of the Billikens. Matt Holiday is the new Cardinals bench coach. That and more after the news on KMOX. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours. Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.